You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. The heart of this program is to call God's people to repentance and proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Broadcasting revival for the church, awakening for the nations, and restoration for the world. Welcome to the VOR Radio Show. Man, I'm on a roll here. This is our third program talking about taking our cities for God. That there's an awakening coming. There's a power of God moving. He gave me a vision of the awakening to come. The awakening to come is a blueprint of what the church is going to be doing in the days to come. I'm not the only one speaking. I, I like listening to the prophetic voices like uh, uh, Apostle Joshua Giles. This man is on target. I don't have a very big list of people that I listen to because I'm going to tell you the truth. Many say God said and he didn't say. There's a lot of new agers. There's a lot of there's a lot of prophetic witchcraft going on. There's a lot of people that are trying to gain your attention. They're not busy about the king's business. It is time to see cities turn to God. Uh, Apostle Joshua Giles also prophesied and said, that God is going to be moving in the state of Texas, that he sees tent revivals. He says he also saw that cities are coming together to see the move of God. And the Lord put that in my spirit before I even heard that, that it's time to take our cities for God. We, I was involved in a, uh, an encounter uh, with Pastor Hector Soto. He is the pastor of Joy Fellowship Church in Edinburgh, Texas, and he also is the founder of a 24 hours, seven days a week, online radio station that is reaching the world. I'm talking about it has the ability to reach 165 nations because it's online. Anyone can connect to it. And this program is going on the air right now, reaching all these nations. But one of the things that the Lord put on his heart was to have an an encounter to call pastors together, leaders together to pray and decree in the city, at the city gates, at the city gateway. And the gateway of the Rio Grande Valley is Edinburgh, Texas. For some reason, God has his finger on Edinburgh. God has his finger right there because that's where the move of God is taking place. So as I was thinking about this, the Lord began to take me to go to my library and find this book. And I was like, where's that book? I've read that book already. And I found my book is called Taking Our Cities for God. When I saw that title, that was the program, the the series that the Lord told me. It's time to tell the people how to take our cities for God. This is not just about revival for a church anymore. This is about awakening of our nation. This is about a great Holy Spirit invasion. The glory of God is going to be manifested in cities across the earth. A city is a place where a huge clusters of people 
are. And Jesus goes to where the people are. We have so many churches on every corner, but I can guarantee you this. Most of them have not reached out to their city. And and they wonder why crime, gangs, drugs, corruption, sexual immorality, sexual perversion prevails. Why our city councils are corrupt. Why our schools are giving our kids perversion is because the church is not being the light in the city. Because we're afraid to confront the strongholds and principalities that occupy cities and regions. Cities must become the prime target of missionary work in these countries of the world. Missionaries are coming to America. Listen to what I'm saying. Missionaries are coming to America because missionaries have a zeal to reach souls and get ready for it. We need a zeal to win souls for the kingdom of God. Uh, when Jesus was, um, was headed to Galilee, and the only way to get to Galilee, it's in uh, John chapter 4, was he had to go through Samaria. Remember, and understand, Samaria, Samaritans were the most despised. It was like they were the scum of the earth. They were like the most uh, hated, viled. They were racist and prejudiced. The Jews were racist and prejudiced against their, because they were half Jew and half Gentile. So there was an argument and fight with these half brothers and they hated them with the passion. The Holy Spirit said, you're going to, it's like the Holy Spirit says, in order for you to bring unity to their brothers, the half brothers, you're going to have to go through Samaria. And the Lord reached out to the Samaritan woman. That one Samaritan woman understood what the Lord was doing. And she went to the rest of the city and brought them to hear what the Lord was saying. They were so touched. The whole city was affected. They didn't want him to leave. They asked him to stay two more days. And Jesus brought reconciliation, healing. He brought the gospel of the kingdom. He brought deliverance and salvation to a city that was rejected by its own family. This is what has happened. I believe that there was a, there's a breach that's been created between our cities and churches. And the city and the churches don't see eye to eye. But that's about to change. God is bringing the breach back in. He's going to send judges. He's going to send lawyers. He's going to send teachers. It is time for everyone in the kingdom of God to start getting into their places of influence. We have to tell, we're going to have to share on that. I'm going to have to teach on that because we're coming into a different era. We're leaving the church era and we're coming into the invasion of the kingdom of God. As I was contemplating this, talking about the cities, I happened to see another video. There's another brother I like to listen to, and that's Jeremiah Johnson. He's also another prophetic voice. And he had this prophetic word called clashing at the gates, where he had a vision which led to Matthew chapter 23 and Acts chapter 23 about what was coming. A clashing at the gates against the spirit of revival and the religious spirit. There's going to be a war. And if you haven't noticed, those who are seeking after God, revival, awakening, they're coming up against this demonic principality of a religious spirit that permeates and that rules a region or cities. And it's because of this religious spirit that revival does not take place in our churches. And I'm telling you, this spirit 
needs to be broken off. There is a showdown coming to the hypocrisy. There are prophets that have been seduced by Balaam and they're clashing at the city gates. The Holy Spirit is going to move at the city gates. I don't know who I'm speaking to right now, but someone who's listening who has been called to take their city back. Then this program is speaking to you. But I'm going to tell you, there's going to be a fight. This is a contending of revival and it begins at the city gates. And we're going to have to get to the walls. I like what Jeremiah Johnson says. During this clashing of the gates, God is calling us to the walls. What are the walls? He's calling the prayer warriors, the intercessors. He is calling the church to stop what they're doing and start praying. We need to become houses of prayer. Houses of prayer. This means war, people. And if we're going to reach and we're going to change the culture, we're going to have to contend. You know why revival is not welcome in the church? Is because it means war. It means contention. It means that you're going to have to fight for it. And most don't want to fight. They want it given to them. But the Lord said this, or was giving me this, and he's been telling other prophetic voices, if you show up for the fight, if you show up to contend, if you show up on the battlefield, I'll take care of it. But you need to participate. This disunity has to end or our cities will be taken by the enemy. And he's doing this through religious spirits. It's time to take the move of God to the public. And the time is now. And he said something that 2023 is a call to the wall to see. Listen to this. Movements of prayer and fasting to reach cities and regions. This is what's going to take place. I'm going to speak prophetically here. Churches have been trying to reach out to the city and calling them to come to their church. But you know why we're not making a, uh, we're not even making a dent because we're not doing what it takes for revival. And what is that, Isaac? Travail, prayer, fasting. Weeping, mourning. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people, who's he talking to? He's not talking to the world. He's not talking to pagans. He's not talking to secular people. He's talking to this chosen bride. He's talking to his people. You say, well, that's Old Testament. We don't need to think about that. We live in the New Testament. Let me tell you this. It's one testament. And Jesus said, I didn't come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill it. It's a fulfillment of what's in the New Testament. God needs both Testaments to become one Testament. So those things are for us today. We must seek the Lord in prayer. Humble ourselves. There is so much pride and arrogance in our churches, and it's coming to an end. God is bringing down the proud and the haughty and the lofty and the arrogance and saying, it's more simpler than you think. It's not going to be done away with all your preaching, all your seeker-friendly gimmicks and programs that we have put together in our big churches and our all our little small churches are saying what happened. And the Lord said, I'm coming to invade those little churches. I'm coming to those who are hungry and desiring a move of God. Those churches that only have 20 or 30 or even 100 and they're looking at these big churches that have their 500, some 1,000. But I'm going to tell you this. 
because of the pandemic, almost 45% of the people have not returned. But I'm going to tell you this. You want souls? You want your churches filled? Then get outside of the four walls. Then get outside in the public. Put I, I God has a, a vision for tents. He has a vision for open air crusades in the city. They're going to come because people are hungry. And when this crisis hits our nation, we got to be ready for answers. I was a part of a prayer encounter we did uh, of January. I'm telling you, as soon as Pastor Hector said yes to this event after this encounter, all hell broke loose. We started fasting. We started praying. We start, man, family members started getting sick, ended in, ending up in the hospital. You know, I have a family member, too, that was going through some trials, too, and sickness. And we started hearing about people around us, co-workers and, and people that were working with my wife and all, all of these people were just getting hit and hit and hit and hit. There was so much adversity. Then it hit us because it wanted us to stop what we're doing. And I'm telling you, the night, the night before the event I got so sick. I started throwing up from, I mean, we had fasted 21 days. We had fasted, we had fasted our uh, meats, uh, fats, sugars, and we ate nothing but fruits, vegetables, everything healthy. And I'm telling you, my body didn't like it because, man, I like to eat. But I was sacrificing and I got sick. But I declared in the name of Jesus, I woke up in the middle of the, of the, of the night and I said, devil, you will not stop me. You are not going to stop what the Lord has given me to speak. I'm going to pray. The breakthrough is going to happen over our region and over our city. I was scheduled to bring a prayer for the Rio Grande Valley. And the enemy said, you're not going to say that prayer because I'm going to make you so sick. You're not going to that event. I'm telling you, I got up so filled with the presence of God. And I said, you're not stopping me. And I'm telling you, that sickness went away. That sickness went away. You see, when you're coming to contend for a move of God, it's going to mean war. But I'm telling you, God has equipped you. God has prepared you. God is saying, let's go. Don't worry. The adversity is going to come. All hell's going to break loose. I'm getting rid of all the fleshly desires. And I'm getting you purified so that when you pray, when you seek my face, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. My God, Woo! something is shifting in 2023. It's no longer about one church or one ministry or one denomination having revival, but an entire city that needs an awakening. We have been thinking small inside our little box of conformity, but something is happening in the spirit and in the natural. I preached this message about a couple of weeks ago called Hagamos la diferencia. We are going to make a difference. We got to be different the way we speak, how we act, how we talk, how we conduct ourselves. And we need to quit looking at things and putting them off. Procrastination got to go and we got to get moving. It's time to take action. When, from the beginning about this event, let us pray. Oremos. We started the fast. It seemed like the enemy was trying to stop us. From we, we had family members being attacked, discouragement because of the lack of interest among pastors and the pushing through to see this, in, this encounter take place. 
I mean, it was war. People didn't see that because we were committed to this. And this is what it's going to be about. It's not about the numbers. Don't look at the numbers. Don't look at how many people or how many pastors and leaders are going to come. God is saying, go for the hungry. Go for the thirsty. There are people that are desperate for God, but they're not going to come to our four walls of our church building. They're going to go into the public place, into the streets. The Bible says go into the highways and byways and compel them to come in. That's where we're going. Are you ready? Are you ready to see God move in cities? Are you ready to see God move in nations? Are you ready to see God move in your in territory? Come on. Come on. Come on. It is time to get involved because this is coming to a city near you. If no one else would do it, I said, Lord, here am I. What do I do? You tell me what to do. You give me the vision. You give me the inspiration. I'm not waiting on another pastor. I'm not waiting on another ministry. Lord, you said that you're with me. You told me years ago that I'm going to use you to see cities and regions come to the Lord. Let the voice of revival go forth. Let the voice of awakening go forth. Let the spirit of God rise up. I'm speaking to somebody right now that you've been discouraged. You felt like what you're doing is a failure. You feel like what you're doing is not making a difference. But I'm here to tell you, don't stop contending because the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. The violent take it by force. God wants to put a spirit of violent seeking after him. Your prayers need to be stronger. Your intercession needs to be stronger. The preaching of the word needs more power. Oh, let the Lord put your spirit of violence. Revival is violent. People don't like violent things. We want it calm and safe. But when you're around chaos, when you're around destruction, you cannot play it safe. You need to become violent in the spirit. So I was invited to pray over our region, going back to let us pray. And I went to war in the spirit. One of the things I asked the Lord to do was awaken the sleeping valley, and especially to tear down the spirit of witchcraft and religious spirits and the division that separates the body of Christ. I think I prayed for about 10 minutes or more, and I was warring in the spirit. You know, I could have not done that prayer if it was all flesh or if I had not fasted 21 days. There is something that came out of me that sounded like a human shofar, like a trumpet sounding over the Rio Grande Valley. South Texas, the Rio Grande Valley needs a wake-up call. Just as our region needs a wake-up call, your region needs a wake-up call. Your city, your nation needs a wake-up call. Some are so concerned about their denomination than unifying in prayer. We care so much about our church, our own pastor, that we cannot come together and pray unless it happens at our specific church. That is a spirit of religion, a pharisaical spirit, a hypocrisy spirit that needs purging. You know why other people, they'll come to church and they stop coming. Why? It's because we preach one way, 
but we don't live what we preach. You cannot preach what you don't live, and you cannot teach what you don't encounter. People are teaching, and they don't have a revelation. People are preaching, and they don't live what they preach. To them, it's nothing but words. But something is coming to shift us. Something is coming to shake the church. You better get yourself ready. God is speaking loud and clear. The clarion call to repentance is sounding loud. So they don't want to come unless it happens specifically at their church. I don't know if this has happened in your city, but this is a big problem in our cities, in our region. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've seen we call for prayer. You call for fasting. You call for unity and nobody shows up. And you know what, pastors, you listen, the Lord is going to hold you accountable because you're not concerned about souls. You're concerned about your own church. You're concerned about your own salary. You're concerned about your own your, your, your own congregation. And because you're not obeying the word of the Lord, the Lord will take them away from you. He's going to empty those churches if they don't start listening to the word of God. If they don't start going after revival, they will turn into houses that have Incabob on them. The glory of the Lord has departed. I am speaking strongly because the Lord has given me a prophetic voice. We're not rebuking. We're not correcting. We're not bringing people back to Jesus. We're not preaching on repentance. We're not preaching on the blood of Christ. We're not believing for signs, miracles, and wonders. We don't want deliverance. Then what are you doing? You need to get out of the ministry. If your ministry is not about helping people, then run. I got to end it right here, and I'm coming in for another program. Oh, I'm not doing this because I'm mad or I have a bullhorn. The Lord is coming in. There's a sweeping. There's a purging coming in, and it's time to weep for our cities. It's time to look at the conditions of our churches and saying we're broken. We are disjointed. We're not unified. We can't even come together and pray and fast without someone saying, well, what about my church? What about my pastor? What about this? Who cares? It's not about you. It's not about your church. It's not about your pastor. It's not about your denomination. And listen to what I'm about to say. God is about to tear down denominations. You know why? Because denominations have separated the body of Christ, and we have been so segregated. And I'm coming back with the bringing unity to the great divide. And it doesn't just in this racism that we have is, you know, why we have racism and why it can't be healed? Because the house of God can get it together. If the house of God, the people of God are so racist and segregated, what do you expect the world to be? It's time for this to get nipped in the bud. It's time for a John 17 revolution. It's time for a John 17 coming to the Lord. It's time to seek the Lord. I'm telling you, it is now. The time is getting late, my friends. There's a tick. There's a countdown happening to the return of Christ. And the church is not focusing on what we should be doing. You get ready because you're going to know that what we've been bringing here at the Voice of Revival is the truth. And the truth is like stranger than fiction. It's hard to believe because the truth will make you free if you listen. Father God, thank you for your word today. I never end a, a time 
that I close this without giving people an, an invitation to pray. But more than that, an invitation to turn to God. There's somebody who is not even saved who is listening right now. To, there's somebody right now that is listening to this broadcast who is not saved, who doesn't know God. And something is stirring in you that there, you know that there's more. There's more to life than this. There's more to life than the mundane things of life, than the status quo, than getting up, going to work, going home, going through the motions. God wants more from you. And today is your time of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. So if that's you, I just want you to join me right now in this time of prayer. Just say, Father God, I come before you in the name of Jesus. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I turn from my wicked ways. Lord, I believe that you died, that you were buried, and that you rose again on the third day. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, and today I make him Lord of my life. Help me through the power of your Holy Spirit to live the life that you called me to live. And today begins a new day, and I will be on fire for you and tell the whole world of what you've done in my life, in Jesus' name. Amen. If that's you, and you had said that prayer, I want to hear from you. Let us know how this program, how this broadcast is touching your life, and we want to pray with you. If you have a prayer request, we want to pray for it. We want you to, get, to connect, because we believe that we're on the threshold of the greatest move of God in history. And we want you to be a part of it. So this is Isaac with the VOR Broadcast Network. We're believing for voices of revival to rise up. We're believing for a move of God. And we're believing that the media that comes out of here from our broadcasts to our podcasts, we're working on the TV program. So many things. We're putting things together because now is the time. Now is the time to do this. So let's go. Come on, let's run. Let's get involved. Let's go. This is Isaac with the VOR Radio Show. Until next time, God bless you. We'll see you again. Meet us again here at the same time, right here on this broadcast. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.